gonna make them an awfully gamble. I feel the need, the need for speed. He's watched every movie more than once. He's Stephen Fennick. Go ahead, make my day. He's watched the latest Disney movies with his kids, uh, but that's about it. He's Trevor Long. You talking to me? Together, they bring you the best movies you've never seen. I will look for you. I will find you. And I will kill you. Rent BioStream, the latest and greatest movies on Fetch. Watch on a big screen Hisense TV. Say hello to my little friend! The best movies you've never seen. The first rule of Fight Club is... You do not talk about Michael. With Stephen Fennick and Trevor Long. This is the captain. Brace for impact. Hello and welcome to the best movies you've never seen. This is a podcast with myself, Stephen Fennick, and my good mate Trevor Long. Hey, Trev. Hello this, and welcome. This podcast is actually named in favour of Trevor because it's the best movies you've never seen. In other words, the best movies Trevor's never that's seen. That's right. And uh, the but list You might not growing. have seen them also, dear uh, listener. Yeah, exactly. That, that's right. So this is a way for you to discover movies perhaps that you might not have considered And before. this is a classic example because even though it's it's newish in the world of, you know, it's not a 50s movie, yep. you could be a teenager, you could be in your early 20s, and this is not a movie that would be on your radar. So Maybe why not? not. Yeah, well, why not take it in? Absolutely. Well, the movie this week is La Bamba. And uh, I'll just warn you, there is a couple of the explicit uh, quotes in this one. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, uh, and just yeah. on that. I apologise that there was no forewarning last week that I would sing, um, <laughs> but it just yeah, happened. People are still getting their ears cleaned out after that one. Well, it was released in 1987, uh, starring Lou Diamond Phillips. His debut role, really, his movie debut was our man Lou Diamond Phillips. Wow! Uh, and also stars Isai Morales. Uh, who plays his brother Bob. Bob. Uh, written and directed by Louis Valdez and based, of course, on the very short life of Richie Valens. Remarkable. It is. I love that it's a biopic and, and you know, you know the, the famous song, you know, the American Pie, The Day the Music Died. Yeah. Everyone thinks about Big Bopper and Buddy Holly yes. mainly, but he was the other guy yes. and really didn't get a lot of, uh, not many people knew a lot about him. Hmm. Uh, in present time. So yeah. I'm sure at the time in the late 50s, it was mean, a, this is yeah. a ridiculous analogy, but I'll give it to you. Um, May the 4th, 1994, Ayrton Senna died at yeah. Imola Raceway. Yep. So did Roland Ratzenberger the day before, but ah. no one really thinks about that because Senna got all the attention. He was an he up got and comer and, yes. and Senna got all the attention. It's yeah. a terrible thing to say yeah, and think, exactly but right. yeah, that's yeah. essentially the Richie Valens story. Absolutely right. Now, you had seen this, you said, I you? definitely not? had seen right. this. You um, didn't remember it though. I, don't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't remember. I mean, I knew, I knew what was coming. Yeah. That's, that's okay. about as much as I would say about <laughs> what my okay. memory of the movie. Right. 
Uh, well, it was a 1988 nominee for the Golden Globes for Best Motion Picture Drama. Okay, it was a I, Golden I see Globe. that. Nominee, didn't win, but did very well. Uh, Roger Ebert, uh, at the time, wrote... This is a good small movie. You love Roger Ebert. He's, yeah, he, well, he's, a, he's, he's your the, go-to. He's one of the big critics, you see, yeah. right? So uh, he wrote, this is a good small movie, sweet and sentimental, about a kid who never really got a chance to show his stuff. Mm. The best things in it are the most unexpected things, the portraits of everyday life, of a loving mother, of mm. a brother who both loves and resents him, mm. of a kid growing up and tasting fame and leaving everyone standing around at his funeral shocked that his life ended just as it seemed to be beginning. Wow. That's a that very it, good it review. That wraps it up, doesn't it? You that know? is a very good review. Yeah. So uh, it, it is. Mate, I remember, I'll, I'll tell you where I saw this and who I saw it with, but um, the uh, this is your last exit, though. Before the freeway, we are going to take a deep dive into La Bamba, but before we do that, you can check it out on Fetch. And that's the place to get all your entertainment uh, on the big screen TV because Fetch offers you your live TV your streamed subscription TV, catch-up TV apps, streaming apps, and, of course, movies to rent, buy, and stream from all your favourite providers. And here's the great thing. Because there are so many apps on Fetch, and we're talking literally Netflix, Disney+, Plus, Prime, Paramount, Stan, and YouTube, YouTube is where I watched uh, La Bamba because you can rent and buy movies on YouTube. So if they're not available directly to rent or buy on the platform of your choice, they're probably going to be on one of the other streaming services or, in my case, on YouTube for this one. So it's got everything covered. There are tens of thousands of movies to choose from, and you can get fetch from leading retailers like JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman, The Good Guys, and, of course, from internet providers like Aussie Broadband, Ionet, and Telstra. So if you're looking for the best in home entertainment, they've got you covered at Fetch. You can find out more details and browse all the movies that are available uh, either in the movie box or the movie store at fetchtv.com.au. Okay, you have now re-watched the movie or the, for the very latest time. I'm, I'm sure you didn't remember it the last time. So now what are your impressions after this latest watch? I, I, I certainly didn't remember it because I don't remember it being such a great, as Ebert said, like a snapshot, like a picture of his, his yeah. life in such great detail. I honestly had no idea how young he was. Yeah. If you'd have, told, if you'd have quizzed that me last week. That was a millionaire question. You, you, that's the question you got wrong. What, what, I asked oh, you how right. old he was. Yeah, oh, I didn't remember. You said he was 23. He, he was only 17. That's yeah. the point, yeah. right? There's no way you would have picked him to be yeah. 17, right? So the the story of his mum, the the side, the parallel arcs of of Rosie and Bob, yeah. um, the the just the spattering of these big names like the Big Bob, Big Bob yeah. and Buddy Holly that just appear at the end in 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 a you know in an entertainment sense. You know, it's fascinating to me. And even though. I know the story and I know how it ends, mate. Blubbering mess. <laughs> and I, I may get emotional just talking about it because it's. Yeah. And I don't. Do you reckon? And this. I, I think know, I sent you the meme of Matthew yeah. McConaughey crying at the end in Interstellar. Do you think it's a parental thing? Like I, I yes. don't imagine that yes. I that I was that emotional well, when I watched it, however old I was. I'll but now that I, you've got kids yes. and well, that that helps. It just hits hard so much I'll of it. I'll tell you what it is, right? And it and it's a compliment to the way to the movie because. Mm. You get to know these characters. You're on their side, you know, yeah. and you you want him to succeed. And so, the shock of him dying in the plane crash that hits you like you like it's your friend. That's Spot on. That, you know what I mean. So, it's and done a great job. I think what I took most though from it, without giving my full review, is it's not just the the ending that made me feel yeah. like moments with Donna and her dad, moments oh, yeah. with them like. Yeah. The mum getting the, struggle. the house. There was a struggle there. The mum yeah, getting yeah. the house made me feel overwhelmed because it's yeah. like, wow, you know, he oh, did yeah. it. It's, it's 
Mate, Absolutely. it's hard for a movie to truly hit yeah. you like that, and and this really does that. And your tweet would be? My tweet would be, uh, blubber along with me as we <laughs> relive the short life of Richie Valens and absolutely enjoy the credits because of the music. Yeah, the, the music's awesome. That's that's a huge, huge call there. Uh I saw this at the movies, with believe it or not. Your now wife? With my future wife. Ah, oh, there we go. Good. It was uh, at it was in nineteen eighty seven. That was the year we started we, we met and started going out. Uh, it was at the Ramwick Ritz, I remember. We okay. were sitting upstairs at the Ramwick Ooh, Ritz. Oh, fancy. Uh no, we were with, uh, with other friends. Okay. Uh, it was the second movie we'd seen together. The first movie which we've covered was Predator. You are. <laughs> that that is ass about. Okay. Yeah. That is. So we saw Labamba. Yeah, that was our second movie we saw together. Right. But yeah, Predator was the first one which we've covered. Let's talk about the cast. Lou Diamond Phillips, as I mentioned, debut movie plays Richie Valens. By the way, he's an actor, and this is weird. Yeah. If I would, I could have named him. Really? Like, it's a name I remember. Yeah. Lou Diamond it's Phillips. It's memorable, isn't it? I know, but you know how bad I am with anything yeah. like that. I but think it's... the diamond that makes you remember it. I know, but yeah. I've, I've seen him in other things. Oh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Like, it's yes. weird that I remember that. Well, but... he was in a movie we did recently. Yes, he was in um, the, the Courage, Courage Under Fire. Fire. I that got one. it wrong, yeah, didn't I? With, uh, I said something else last week. <laughs> he was also in Stand and Deliver, which is not a bad uh, high school movie, like yeah. a tr- based on another true story set in like South Central LA high school. Yeah. Uh, he was also in Young Guns as well, Kiefer Sutherland. It was all the Brat Pack, Charlie Sheen. Oh. Yeah, there was, there was two okay. of us. Yeah. Uh, Isai Morales plays Bob Morales. Right. Right, same surname. Yep. And he was in Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning. Right. He was in that. He was also in Ozark. Remember he was the 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 Mexican oh, from the cartel? Older, of course, yeah. he's the cartel the boss. Cartel boss. Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, he was also in uh, NYPD Blue for a period as well. Okay. Isai Morales. Wow. Yeah. He um in in Isai Morales plays Bob plays Bob, right? Who's the older brother of Richie Valens. Yes. Played by Lou Diamond Phillips. In real life, Lou Diamond Phillips is eight months older than him. Huh. Would you believe? Yeah. And it's it's interesting because uh, the only time I questioned Lou Diamond Phillips' age, as in portrayal, yep. was when we'll get to it. Then when they're running up the hill together, when, yeah. when Bob came back, I thought to myself, "He's sixteen here, and I've got a sixteen-year-old." So I went, "He just feels a touch older He's than." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's a weird thing. Uh, who else is in this? Uh, Ro- Rosanna DeSoto plays Connie. Which mom. is Richie's mum. Yeah, she was also in Stand and Deliver. She was also in a Star Trek movie, Star Trek, Star Trek Four, uh, no, Star Trek Six: The Undiscovered Country. Hmm. Elizabeth Pena plays Rosie. She was in Rush Hour, which we're going to do on the show. You okay. haven't seen that, have you? No. Uh, she was also a character voice in The Incredibles. <laughs> Elizabeth Pena. Awesome. Joe Pantaleon, Pantaleano plays Bob, the manager. Bobo, Bob King. Yes, I've seen him in a bit. He was in Bad Boys. And he was in two other movies we've covered. That's going to say I've seen Number it. one, Risky Business. Okay, yep. Maybe he plays Guido the Killer Pimp. Uh-huh. And he was also in The Matrix. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. with Keanu Reeves. Nice. All righty, we're going to get to the run-through in a moment. But before we do that, let's talk about our other great sponsor, and that is Hisense. Now, if you're in the market for a TV, 
do yourself a favour and give Hisense some consideration because they do have some excellent models to choose from, including their Mini LED X series. Now, Mini LED, their new Mini LED X backlighting system is a in a class of its own now. It does really add to the picture quality and the contrast of the TV and offers amazing brightness and colour accuracy as well. This works with their already well-known ULED technology and Quantum Dot, so you're going to get stunning picture quality with unparalleled lifelike contrast and colours and their trademark bright picture. Now, there's also the Highview Engine X. This is their state-of-the-art engine, the, the smart engine that simulates human brain patterns to process and optimize image and sound quality on the go, so in real time. It also has Dolby Vision IQ and HDR10+, so that you're watching 4K content, it's going to look amazing, and also backed by the dynamic tone mapping to bring your content to life, to make it so lifelike and immersive. And on the sound side, the Mini LED XTVs have 4.1.2 surround sound built in. So it's not only about the picture quality, it's also about the audio quality as well. And if you're a gamer and you love your sports, there's also gaming mode and the smooth motion as well. So everything's going to look amazing. And Hisense back their TVs with a three-year warranty, one of the longest warranties you can find for a TV in the market. So that means they really stand by the quality and the reliability of their televisions. But do yourself a favour, we can tell you all day how good it is, but you're the one who needs to decide, and I reckon you should go stand in front of a Mini LED X Hisense TV this weekend. Head down, check it out for yourself. Don't just take our word for it. Check it out, see the quality, or visit their website, hisense.com.au. Let's get into the run-through. Now, the start of this movie... Is was, confusing yeah, it as was, hell. But yeah, it, I'm not going to – I'll explain what happens. So it's a school playground. I love how the music's playing. You see one shot, you see a plane coming in one direction. Then there's yeah. another shot, there's another plane coming in one yep. direction. And then suddenly, boom, they, they collide. They, they explode. They collide and explode. And the debris – as soon as that explosion hits, then Richie, Richie wakes, wakes up from up. a nightmare. So at this point, <clears throat> there's a couple of weird things that happen in my mind. I'm like, oh, wow, is this archival footage? Like it's filmed mm. so well. Yeah, it's sort of grainy And the only and reason white, I went, yeah. no, it's not, is because of the way they took shots of the basketball hoop and stuff. If you were yeah. filming it yourself, you wouldn't have gone, oh, let's take a shot of the hoop and the ball going in. Yes. So it's the only reason I didn't think it was real footage. Yep. Um, and in me, even though I have the worst memory, I thought to myself – Buddy Holly didn't die. He died in a single plane yes. accident. And I thought to myself, why is there two? So, you know, I'm preempting my own now thought process of going, I don't understand okay. what's going on here. So, so it's fascinating. Th this is obviously, it's something that happened. And it takes which will, some time for them yes. to expose, which I think is good. Because it keeps sort of, it keeps becoming a nightmare for him. That's right. And then we'll, I'll explain later what exactly happened there okay. and why it is such a traumatic thing for him. Uh, move the next thing we see on the screen is summer 1957 57. in Northern California, and uh, Richie is woken up from his nightmare, and his mother Connie are working picking apricots. Were yep. they apricots? And they I, were, they were originally, cutting I thought they them. were they were oranges they were picking, but you know, they, were, they, they, they were much smaller, and they were they were cutting them in half and, and, yeah, and drying I mean, dry them, so dried apricots. Yeah. So yeah, um, so there, you there know, hard work. It was proper farm yeah. work. Richie's, yeah, you know, he's doing the, the leg work. The crates, and, yeah. yeah. So they really, and they, I think the women are cutting up the cutting up the fruit yep. and tossing the, the duds in the in the bin. And, yep. Uh, then we see, and I love during the credits how uh, you see this guy on the motorbike riding through through up yeah. to their location. And that ends up uh, we we find out that's that's Richie's half brother Bob, 
who's arrived on a, on a pretty cool-looking motorcycle. Yep. We learn he's just got out of jail, uh, and he's surprised them. He's, uh, he's landed on the spot. So, Mr. Big Shot, you finally showed up, eh? Hey, I'm lucky I even found this place. <laughs> Rosie, this is my brother Bob. This is the bit where the, the, he introduced them and then they run up the hill. Yes. And, and he goes, watch my guitar, man. Yeah, you know, he's, he's, he's running up the hill with his guitar yeah. and he, his brother's he, bumping into it. He's he like, says, what are you carrying? He goes, it? I even sleep with it. Yes. You've grown, cabron. <laughs> God, you're a big sucker for 16. What's the matter? Hey. You miss me? No. Oh, you should have. So, what was it like inside, huh? Hey, man, the joint is the joint. Why didn't you come home after you got out? We haven't had a home since Steve died. Don't be such a dreamer, man. My dreams are pure rock and roll. <laughs> I love that line. So Steve, he's, there's is, a few is, good Richie Valens line, oh, yeah, lines absolutely. in the movie here. Yeah, yeah. That that he just got these little one-liners he spits out now oh, and yeah. then. I like it. The uh, Steve that they mentioned there is there. Well, he's the Richie's dad. Yes, was Stephen Valens. Yeah, so they yeah. share a mum, different dads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so he, he's a sort of a figurehead in their life until he died. Uh, and we hear him mentioned a few times in the yep. movie. Uh, back at the at the work site, what do you call it? The camp? The farm. Yeah. There, um, we see that Bob's pulled out a solid bankroll. Yeah, because he's talking he to says, He's hey. like, why are you working, Mum? She's yeah, like, oh, I need the money. Um, we're good to go. Mom, what the hell are you doing here? We came to work. Well, I came to take you out of this dump. Not before we make some money. I mean, honest money. Hey, hey, I've been working, okay? Why can't you believe me for once? Mom? What's going on? We're getting out of this shithole tomorrow. And he lives up to that promise. Yeah, I mean, to his credit, he, he does yeah. actually uh, bring them out of that shithole. Yeah. Seemingly to the average view, you'd think you didn't really upgrade them big time, but to them it was oh, massive, yeah. right? Because well, it was living, a, a place of their before. own. You know, yeah, it, yeah. Was a, it was a physical building, a place of their own. But so. before they go, oh my lord, Bob gets acquainted with young Rosie. And see, it's interesting because when yeah. Richie says, "This Bob, this uh, Rosie, this is my my brother Bob," you're yeah. like, "Who's Rosie, mate?" Like, well, he had his arm around. It's her. not clear that he's got eyes on her, but see, what I took from it was, I immediately thought, "Ah, oh, it's his girlfriend," or it's you know something yeah. something close. And what you, I think, realised very quickly here is that, you know, she was. They weren't formally going out, maybe, but you know, Richie maybe. certainly was was working but away, chipping away. If you've seen this as many times as I have, right, when you see when she, the the shot just on Rosie's face and how she's just fascinated with by Bob. Yeah, no, she, a look she looks on her at face. Yeah. So I've never seen yeah, someone like this. That's you know, right. she you look around this really farmyard setting. There's no loud motorbikes. There's no one with yeah. a leather jacket. You know, yeah. this is a this is a unique personality and. You know that's attractive. Exactly, and uh, as as things turned out, they uh, get it on. Yeah. And he says, "Look, I didn't know it was your first time." And I think like, she you says, didn't "You didn't ask me, mate." Mm. Um, and what I think she he drops Bob drops off uh, Rosie into her little area, to her little yep. her camp, and Richie sees them together. Yeah, and now he says, "Look," uh, and Bob's like, oh, "I didn't know you were did playing I, them." Did I hone in on he knew, something? By the way, he knew. Yeah, I probably did. Yeah, but he, he absolutely. But no, I, but it's uh, the way he says that. Yeah, it's like, and it's obviously not that it's happened before because he's only sixteen and he hasn't seen Bob for years. But 
the way he says, "Oh man, I'm sorry. Did I yeah. angle in, did on, I hone in on something, something there? there? Yeah, yeah. It was it was absolutely spoken as if he full well knew what he was doing. <laughs> well, takes two to tango, as yeah. they say, mate. Uh, anyway, they're packed to leave, and and Richie's sort of saying, "Come on, let's go, let's get out." Richie's of Richie's also he... giving Rosie the absolute oh, brushing. brushing. And well, they, this is the time where remember her dad walks past. He goes, "Hey, Rosie, you better get to work. Hurry up!" And yeah. then they're in the car, and then Bob drives up with the bike, and he sort of looks at her and goes, "How about it, eh?" And then she just jumps on the back, and the dad goes, Rosie, takes off her apron, and, and just she rides. says, "See ya!" And she she takes off and rides off, off into they the go, sunset. That's as they right. Say. Next thing we see on the screen, it says three months later. Yep. And they're now in the in the San Fernando Valley, and it's the first day of high school for young Richie. But it's an interesting thing because you you've just gone from the farm in a, in the film sense. You've gone from the farm to the schoolroom. Yep. The classroom, and you've got this this new person comes into the classroom, and you realise very quickly. Hang on a minute. Richie's not new because of the three. This is three months in. This yes. is he's established himself. Yeah, in true. This no, new it's school. not his first day of school. You're right. That's right. And and also too before that, remember his mum makes him breakfast and he says, "Don't don't skip school." Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and Rosie comes in and has to do all the dishes. And uh, so we sort of see that Richie's a real family guy, real yeah. and like friendly to his little yeah. brothers and, and that sisters. And his mum is now trying to get him to be. Yeah. She be says, a proper... oh, "I'm late for work," you know. So she's got to drop in a restaurant. Yeah. So they were they were still working class and. But you know, a step up from where they were That's on right. a farm in the apricots. Uh, but at school, a uh, young, new young student catches our man Richie's eye. Hi. Hi. They call me High Tone. You? Donna. You mind if I walk with you, Donna? Sure. Uh, I mean, no, I don't. Donna, that's that's a nice name. Look on second thought, call me Richie, okay? Uh, oh. <laughs> my class. Yeah. Um, where's yours? Uh, it's in the gym, I got PE. You're late. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, bye. Donna. Bye. Hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. He runs with a kick in his step off to the gym. Yeah, class. well, he's late. He's late for the gym. I like how he just he goes. Can I walk into class? It was literally across the hall. <laughs> he goes, I'm here. It, it's um, it's was that funny... was that how Amanda and Trevor were first met, mate? Oh, no, I'm Amanda. We... I'm Trevor. How are you? Def- Call me High Tone. Is Def- that what you said? Or... <laughs> <laughs> but can I just say? Yeah, I think most people. Can and maybe I'm just speaking as a as a male here, but you can you can remember being probably even before high school. You can remember there's that that look, that one person that walks in class, and you're like, ah, oh. you know, that's that feeling. I that's to, exactly I, the. Rich- Are oh, you went to an all boys? I school? went to an all boys <laughs> school. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I might have copped a couple of looks like that, but I, I certainly wasn't. Uh, anyway, <laughs> maybe at the shops then, Stephen. You know? Yeah. It's it's a it's a genuine moment where he's like, hang on a minute, this oh, is yeah. oh wow, struck, she's yeah. beautiful. And you know what? Yeah. Good luck to him that he had the guts to go up to her and say, yeah. introduce himself. So like, and uh, we'll you know? get to fact versus fiction later, but and that won't you won't cover that little detail. But that's yeah. the I do wonder about those little details because obviously mm. you know that probably would have been told from Donna's point of view. Yeah. So you know, well, mate, it, I'll, it, I'll it tell seems you now. Accurate. I'll tell you now. Their their relationship in the film in the film was accurate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Even, even the dad not yep. approving, which we'll see later. Cool. cool. Uh, we also remember in the class, uh, his school, his mate says, "Look, don't, don't be, be late. late for the audition to mm. join." Uh, and he he gets into there, and oh, I liked how the guy, the sort of the front man, that was a real 
a, a total wanker, sort of thinking he's he's the he's Elvis and yeah. thinking uh, he knows everything. He stands back yeah. as if to say, "Come on, mate!" But yeah. then he's he's riffing. I like it, out. it when 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 Richie starts going, he's, and then everyone joins in. Yeah, and he struggles to join in with the yeah, sax. Yeah, yeah. So he sort of felt a little bit left out. Yeah, it's foreshadowing. A little bit. Uh, next thing we see, Bob has turned up. Apparently, this before this scene, he uh, I think he turned up with some marijuana. Remember, he said, "Oh, yeah, okay, that's right. You want to score a kilo?" Remember, yep. and it was sort of down his pants. He goes, "He goes by the sweat of my balls." Here we go. <laughs> and uh, that night, then they're partying. They're on the they're on the marijuana and drinking, and um, and he sort of I think Rosie gets the shits and, and goes to bed. Mm. But mate, the 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 whole the, the shit hits the fan. Remember when he he. He, she won't let him into the bedroom and yep. he just smashes the door down and yep. we assume he rapes her that night as well. But she lays this bit of news on him. And this is not like I expected. You are not like I expected. I don't have a life here. You're always gone. Do you think I like being here alone? Look, Rosie, you're not my wife, all right? Stop being such a drag. Hey, the shit's hitting you anyway. I'm pregnant. Well, aren't you going to say anything? Well, what's there to say? It's not my first or my last. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, what a line. Whoa. Or my yeah. last. Jeez. Well, yeah. Uh, we next see Richie walking uh, young Donna home mm. and he invites her to come and watch him play. Do you always carry a guitar, Richie? Uh-huh. It's my future. Mm, pretty sure of yourself, aren't you? Yeah. Aren't you? I'm the new kid on the block. Poor little rich girl. Not rich. Right. This is when a dad drives in the, and it comes in the driveway. Mm -hmm. That's my dad. Place I want for my mom one of these days. Hi, Daddy. <clears throat> um. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta go. Listen, Donna. I'm planning a garage party tonight. Would you like to come? Garage party? Yeah, yeah. It's my big debut. I mean, it'll, it'll be a real gas, kitten. Please come. Okay. Um, but I'll have to meet you there, okay? Okay, okay, no problem. I, I wrote down the address for you. In case. Mm. It'd be real gas, kitten. I like how they've already got the pet names going on. Yeah. Oh, he I has for her. I feel like that's just, that's, that's Richie's style, you know? Yeah, hey, kitten. It'll be real gas, It'll be real gas. <laughs> but it's fascinating because you, you, there's a couple of things that happen there that you're like, okay, Richie, dude, you don't, you don't just say rich people. Like, you, yeah. that's, it, it well, shows a little bit though, of, like, yeah. I know, but it shows a little bit of social, um, um, youth. Like he's not, he's not, yeah. he's not socially developed. Like, cause that's. Okay. It's a pretty strange thing to say to someone, yeah. that even if you believe it. But but uh, from his social standing, though, you got to remember 100%. he's living in a not the nicest house, and seeing her beautiful home, you think, "Wow, you must be rich." You find a different way to yeah. say it, though. Is my point? Maybe. But yeah, she, maybe. but she's not put off at all by it. But she's also what I took from that was she's not put off by what he says. Yeah. She also doesn't truly believe what he says. Yeah, she doesn't know. A, she's not a snob. She doesn't know. Like I've got no doubt. There's plenty of people with bigger houses than Donna and her family, right? So she probably looks at us going, we're just in an average house. We're yeah. just in a in a normal neighbourhood. She doesn't realise she's probably to in Richie, her life. Yeah, yeah. What is she sixteen? Yeah. She's never 
interacted with someone no. who lives in the area or the kind of home where Richie lives. And neither has her father. That's right. Remember when he walks off, he goes, what is he, Italian? No. Remember? So you're He's clearly oh, never okay. interacted okay. with her. Yeah. So uh, at the party, uh, it's uh, the, the front the, the front man is the worst singer of worst. all time. Like you thought my La Bamba singing last week was bad. <laughs> Wait for this bloke. And poor old Richie's in the back just going through the motions. I love it how the mum had the little kids She's in the back. the front. Watching it. Again. Little, when, when's Richie going to sing? I guess six, I don't know. Stop asking. But also, so there's another moment. So Bob's out there as well just sitting on his bike yeah. having a smoke. And again, we'll go through the kind of Bob relationship as it goes on, but this is a moment where Bob, you know, you can see Bob's angry for Richie that yeah. he doesn't get the go. Yeah. Bob's like, it's not It's not Bob's angry that he came and didn't get to see – Bob's angry because he didn't get a go. Yeah. So no, for sure. You, you get no. that connection. Mate, he's his supporter, but he's also can be jealous at the same That's time. That's right. Yeah. Well, well, there's plenty of incidents we'll talk about in the movie. Uh, but we, we see that, look, he uh, he leaves. He's, he's not very happy. Yeah. The singer in the band is a shocker. Uh, Donna explains that she didn't turn up. and She explains to school the next day that she tried to go, but her dad wouldn't let her yeah. go. And he says, look, please, uh, I'm – I'm not making excuses. I'm just telling you what happened. Yeah. So because so, she, yeah. she she thinks Richie thinks she's making this up, but she's yeah. like, no, dude, this is like legit. So it's the, the reason first little go. seed we see that the old man's <clears throat> yeah. not real happy with her dating some other some dude that doesn't look the same as as him. That's right. Yeah. Um. Uh. Next next thing we see though is Richie's mum deciding. You know what? You let let's let's do something. She she's in another bar talking to this dude who owns this cowboy bar. So they thought, let's give that a crack. I can't do it, honey. Richie's a minor. He's going to be singing, not drinking. Yeah. Rock and roll to a bunch of cowboys. Come on. My husband Steve drank himself to death in here, Howard. Don't you think you owe his boy something? I should have brought Chino, man. I'm going to need a drummer. Hey, screw the silhouettes. I'll keep the beat for you. <laughs> Come on, man. They got drums inside. Who are you going to play? Boney Maroney. Boney Maroney. <laughs> to these shit stoppers? <laughs> Howard? Howard, they're here. Okay, cut the jukebox. Plug in, Dad. Testing one, two, three. Testing one, two, three. Sure good to see you folks out there tonight. Uh, everybody having fun? Turn the jukebox back uh, on. One of our local boys is making his professional debut tonight right here. Uh, let's give a great big round of applause for Ricky Ricardo Valenzuela. <laughs> Howdy. Here's one out of Lubbock, Texas. Lubbock, Texas? Follow me. One, two, three, four. All my love, all of my kissing. You don't know what you've been missing. But he starts playing the drums. Another good song. He gets through. He gets through, through, mate. He he, he keeps the beat. Keeps it all right. Now, that club where he plays in that scene was in Chatsworth, California, the Cowboy Palace. Still in business today. Really? Yes. So for that was in 1957. I bet you there's a big photo of Richie Valens there. Probably. But it's still going to this day. Wow. Yeah. Richie's mum, though, she's a big picture gal, right? She says, we need a bigger venue. And then she mentions the fact that they they should hire the American Legion Legion Hall Hall. because his His father was was a veteran. It was a veteran, yeah. And so what he does... He gathers up the silhouettes and uh, he proposes that we they maybe play there. All right, hey. all right, yeah, this is it. This is it. what do you think, guys? Oh, this is beautiful, yeah. man. With a little publicity, I bet we can raise the roof off this joint, huh? You're dreaming, Valenzuela. They wouldn't even let us into this place. No, 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 man. I told you, my mom. She set it all up. Since when is your mama running this band? 
Hey, we need all the breaks we can get, right? I heard that. Hey, man, Ritzy's right, man. No dice, Chino. I decide what's best for the silhouettes, and this ain't it. So let's beat it out of here. What's his problem, man? Are you guys coming or what? Eh, no. I guess it's what? <laughs> I guess is what. Yeah, I liked how that the, the guy was by himself. Then they all walked away from him to say, yeah. "Okay." So he he turns out. he turns his back to walk to the other yeah. side of the car, and the other two go, "Yeah, you know what? We're going to walk towards yeah. Richie." And they they stay there. So that, that's good. That's pretty cool. Now preparations are going on, and Bob. This is the first time Bob shows his artistry. Remember, yes. he sees the poster. He goes, "Those posters are crap." Because they were pretty crap. Yeah, but then he gets. Remember, the, the posters he made were awesome. <laughs> they were so great. If that's the but, first <laughs> the little thing that you know he's an artist. What does he say? He says, uh, "Shouldn't uh, shouldn't have offered my service or something because he." Yeah. Because he, he had to yeah. make a hundred bloody posters. Yeah, I know, I know. And then they went and just plastered them all around the place. He uses his motorcycle gang yeah. mates to go, right, spread these around town. Let's put them go. on every telegraph line. And the concert kicks off, goes well. But guess what happens? Bob, Bob. turns up on the drink and Absolutely. with all his mates. Starts a bloody fight. A bar yeah, fight in a it hall. It just goes into, it was a total disaster. Yeah. But wandering in the in the crowd, which we'll hear from later, is a, a guy yes. who is you Stands think who is like this a guy? Yeah, frog yeah. in a sock, like yeah. you know, so very that clear. Turns out to be Bob King. Got the little hat on. Yeah, you kind of get as soon as he walks in, you think he's a scout. You know, he's definitely exactly. a, a talent scout. Yeah. So and he, I think he buys a coke and then and then goes, oh, we made a hundred and fifty bucks. And I think at the start of the concert, she was saying. This better work because our rent money's on the line. Yeah. You know? So she made a sacrifice for, for Richie. Yeah. And he said to her, I think that was the first time he goes, one day I'm going to buy a house for you. We're going to do everything. We'll be right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so, yeah, disastrous results though. And uh, in the aftermath, I think Bob, Bob storms out and he's uh, not, once again sort of st- causing a bit of trouble for yeah. everybody. Yeah, because it's all about Richie. See, Bob's Bob's big yeah. issue in life is what about me? It's all yeah. about Richie, and Mum's yeah. focus is only on Richie. He's yeah. only seeing the attention Richie's getting. That's mm. that's all he I sees. I think Rosie even says he goes, he goes, he goes, you ruined everything. He goes, well, I ruined it. He goes, I'm, I'm. How about me? And then, and then Rosie, I think, speaks up. He goes, yeah, that's Bob always thinking about others. Yeah, <laughs> and then he storms out. Next thing we see is Donna driving by with her new car. Jeez. As Richie's walking home. Now, did you see, if you look closely, in the foreground you is his mailbox. his mailbox with his name on it, so yes. his home. And then she's driving by and she says, do you live around here? He goes, oh, no, I live further down here. And she's like, I'll give you a lift. He's like, yeah. let's just go for a drive. Yeah. So, and she lets him drive. Yeah, that's right. Which, which is where I don't understand the American uh, driving system because – I yeah. think when you're on your L's, you don't need a guardian. So he, would have been, I don't understand. he would have been 15 or something like that, or 16 maybe. 16 at best. Yeah, wow. And he's driving. Yeah. Okay. They don't care too much for the maybe. law of the road over there. <laughs> maybe. But, uh, yeah, they're, she's driving along. And I and think she, she says, oh, my dad gave me the car, right? Have a guess why. Because she doesn't, he she doesn't, doesn't want, want her walking, walking home. home anymore. Hello. Not because it's a risky neighbourhood, yeah. but because he's walking home with That's his iPad. That's That's terrible. Uh, anyway, next thing we see, and this is the first inkling we have of Bob's artistic ability yes. and taste. That yep. they're, they're collecting garbage from Columbia Pictures, and then he finds in the trash all these cells, the Woody Woodpecker cells, which, which he grabs. Which worth money, yeah. by the way. Exactly what I thought. <laughs> yeah. He can grab those suckers. <laughs> Frame them. Get them all. Urgent. Yeah. eBay. Oh, wait. So, he better than uh, exist. He takes them home. <laughs> Uh, next scene is Bob Keane from Delphi Records. Uh, he was at the concert. Yeah. And he visits Richie at home to discuss uh, a little deal. Richie, there's a man here who wants to talk to you. Hi, Richie. Mind if I call you Richie? Um, my name is Bob Keane. I'm president of Delphi Records in Hollywood. Well, they must have large. I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> uh, but uh, we can speak business. 
Look, let me just say that I, uh, I really dig your music, and I'd like to record it. What do you say? Welcome to Delphi Records. I work out of the basement. This is your recording studio? <laughs> the Ampex is good, the mics are excellent. What more do you need? Relax, Richie. This is just for starters. Now, I thought we'd start off easy. Play a few riffs, move on to a couple of vocals, nothing heavy, and then when you're ready, we'll record a little, okay? What do you mean today? What about my band? Well, frankly, Richie, I can't use any of them. Is that a problem? Yeah. They're my buddies. Thank you. Excuse me. Well, wait, wait, Richie. Wait a minute, man. Look, I, I, I understand about friendship, but I'm being honest here. Not everybody in this world gets a shot at the brass ring. You're gonna have to ask yourself what's more important, your friends or your music. I think he ended up saying, he walks back in the room and he ends up saying <clears throat> family, family is more important. Yes. Yeah. So he's realizing that hey, this, success is, this is his dream. Is success in music success is his family, family set up. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, a it endearing, was a it's a very endearing moment of, yeah. of him. It makes you really fall in love with him because you're like, yeah. this kid has a really great, like it's, it's a presence of mind just to go, where's my band for a start? Yeah. But then it's also a presence of mind to appreciate that he can, he can yeah. say it's not about the music, it's about my family, which and is I, awesome. I reckon his bandmates, especially his mate from school, remember? Yeah. He would have, if he would have said to him, he goes, mate, I've been offered this recording thing, but it's just me. His mate would have said, mate, go, yeah. do, do your best. Yeah. He would have been supportive. His mate would have been like, mate, if there's ever yeah. a time I can be a session drummer for you, let me yeah, know. Yeah, exactly right. No, so I reckon he obviously, he did the right obviously made the right choice. Now, this is the section here where they're starting to record uh, We Belong Together, and there's like a little, while the music's playing, you see that Richie and Donna have become a couple. Yep. They're at the movies. Uh, Bob enters and wins an art school yes. uh, prize as well. Uh, Richie is... Uh, uh, then in the in the cafe, explaining what happened at school. I wasn't really there when it happened, but in the dream, it's like I am, you know. My best friend got killed. Got crushed by one of those falling planes. Mm. Where were you that day? My grandfather's funeral. Guess his death saved my life, huh? So that plane crash. That's wild. Actually happened, right? Yeah. January 31, 1957. It was a DC-7 and an F-89 jet collided, broke up in midair. The DC-7 landed on the playground of Pacoima Junior High School. Uh, students were outside. Everyone on the DC-7 were killed on the plane. Several students were killed in the playground. Oh, 75 injured. And Valens, as he said, as he said, was at his grandfather's funeral. How's that for, for wow. fate? But also too, he uh, he said that the the uh, th that also led to his fear of flying. No doubt. Well, so of course. Like, hello, like I mean, that you know, any incident like that yeah. is going to have a massive ramification for you. But it's it's kind of I love the fact that it's just it's teased out. Like it start the movie starts with that crash. Yeah, and I and I he has another nightmare. In Not the, in long the middle after, too. yeah, yeah. But I think it's also intentional to start with that crash. Oh, for, yeah. Because everyone Planted watching the movie mind, knows yeah. that he dies in a crash. Yes. So you've got this whole question around what's he dreaming there? Is he dreaming about yeah. 
the ramifications of his own. Like it's what it's, it's well, a great, interesting thing to, to think it's about. It's a real surprise. Like imagine, imagine like that's a, that's like a one in a million thing happening to you. Yeah. And, and he luckily wasn't there. It happened at his school. He wasn't there. Yeah. Wow. So he look potentially he could have died at a much younger age. Younger that's right. age. So yeah. just ridiculous. Uh, another section here, Bob telling Richie about his art win and uh, Rosie is about to have a baby and Richie's sort of saying, mate, you got to be there for her. Come on, you know, you're about to have a baby. And mm. Richie's mum, though, comes home with some very interesting news. Bob King called me at the restaurant. You're recording at Gold Star Studios next Wednesday. Right in Hollywood. Didn't you hear me? That means he's going to put you under contract with Delphi. Oh, <laughs> oh Richie, I'm so happy. <laughs> it's only the beginning, Miko. Bob has great news, too. Come on, tell him, man. That art contest, I won $500 in prizes. That's great, Miko. And with the baby coming and everything, the money will come in half. In art lessons. See, they gave me a drafting table. Hmm? <laughs> All our dreams are going to come true, Mills. I just know it. See, that's an interesting one because, again, it shows how Richie is thinking of Bob. Yeah, I guess he's Because he's news. like, hang on, yeah, he's got news yeah, too. Yeah, true. Bob, you know, kind of gets angry that his mum doesn't realise it's just prizes, not cash. Yeah. But his mum loves them both. She embraces them both course, in the, with the course. same vigour. Like it's yeah. it's it's a, that's the scene that makes you go, Bob's in the wrong. Yeah. That's the scene that makes you go, it's Bob that's got the problem. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's played out really well on that. I reckon we should talk about the, the, the whole Bob element of this movie. Yeah. Well I'll ask you your question. One of your questions later is all about this, but I think without Bob, there's no tension in the movie. He causes the tension in the movie. So without Bob, it's just Richie doing his best. No, that's right. You know and, what I mean? and so what I th I kept thinking, like even having sex with Rosie, getting pregnant, um, all the the drug running, none of like it's it's kind of a, it's it's irrelevant. Yeah. It's it's just this parallel thing that happens. Yeah. And so you're looking at it going. It's the it environment Richie doesn't growing up actually in. change the story, but it's it's useful to like it, after you get to. I think about this point in the movie, you mm. realize it's about shaping Richie. It's about yeah. shaping him as a person, and it shows yeah. that a he didn't go off the rails like Bob does. Yep. B he's not influenced by Bob. He's his own man, his own kid. He's a kid for Christ's sake, you know. Yeah, Isn't that he's wild? Literally a kid. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I got to the end of the movie thinking, no, that's it is actually important that he's not just there as a brother. Yeah. You need to see those ups and downs so that you can live those ups and downs. They're next in the studio and he's recording "Come On, Let's Go," and then they also have a little discussion about his stage name. Nice work, Richie. 60 takes, man, huh? <laughs> How's the throat? I think we got it all in all. Got it. 60 takes? I didn't hear a difference in one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm ready to go home, man. Sure. Um, I want to discuss one thing with you, okay? Come here. Pulls me away from Bob. What is it? Your professional name. From now on, it's Richie with a T. R-I-T-C-H-I-E. I got a new last name for you, too. Valens with an S. Richie Valens. How's that grab you? I don't like it. That's for shit, man. I mean, Valenzuela was our dad's last name. You can't just cut it in half. It's no big deal. P 
people in this business, they, they change their names like, like they change wives. <laughs> Even me. My last name is Kuhn. Look, trust me on this one. And that's what happens. And he does. And and again, Richie looks at him. He's not happy, but he goes, goes, I'm trusting him. Like at this point, he's got him from the uh, Legion Hall to a basement recording to now a proper recording studio. So if you think about Richie in the Oprah vision board style, Mm. he's he's actually plotting out the the roadmap. And he's like, hang on, this guy's actually taking me on the roadmap. I may as well put my faith in it. I better listen to him. Absolutely. Now, Richie, meanwhile, is getting even more frustrated that Donna's dad is yeah. keeping them apart. There's a couple of scenes where he rings up and he goes, oh, no, Donna's not home. So that's that's not the best. Yeah, uh, I love that when they play his new song on the local radio station yep. and it's playing when his mum's in the it restaurant. Works. He goes, you, everyone keep it down. My son Richie's song's on the radio yeah, in the middle cute. of the rest, busy it's restaurant. Cute. That's pretty cool. Uh, and then they they do a little radio prize yeah. and uh, say, so if you can guess if you can guess the question – what does the mystery guest have in common with the vice president of the United States? Yeah. You'll win the pizza Pizzas. delivery by and delivered by Richie. Yeah. And so the the answer to that question, by the way, is uh, Dwight Eisenhower was at the, he was president then. Vice president was Richard Nixon. So the VP and the mystery guest, which is Richie Valance, Richard had the same first name. Uh, That's the. Very good. Were you working out who was Deb, who was VP then? I was. No, I was just trying to work out whether Richard Nixon changed his name or something. Whether that was the no. the familiarity. <laughs> anyway, uh, and he does. He delivers the pizzas. Yeah, autographs. He gets it's mobbed, it's yeah. your first moment again of starter. Starter. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, mm. he's he's made. He's beginning and to cool, make it. I actually think it's really cool the way those things are just filtered. Like yeah. they're just they don't need. The, there's not a lot of drawn out. Like how long is this movie? It felt, it was it's two, uh, two just about bit. two hours. Yeah, just under it, two hours. It doesn't feel drawn out at all. No, like there's nothing they, go they from, don't need. They yeah. go from yes, spot yeah. on. You would yeah. you would struggle to trim this, yeah. which is why I'm sitting there going. So if you trim the the pregnancy and the baby, all that stuff, but then you lose that that emotional arc. They, right? they pay back later <laughs> in the movie. That's, yeah, right. that's right. So yeah, yeah it, it's it's really well done in that sense. Absolutely. So uh, Richie has got Jack of being uh, told Donna's not home, and he actually knocks on oh, the door. Mate. Frustrated on it. After got the being guts. kept apart. Yeah, why not? And uh, he, the the next thing we see is he's working on a new song. Uh, I think his brother's sort of yeah, crashing. His brother's trying to sleep. His brother's sleeping in his, and in he's his room. Sort of, so he's sort he's of play, just, plugging away at this You can hear song. it, though, because you yeah. know, I've know, I know the song. You yeah. can hear that it's him learning the yeah. song. And what's really you, – you've seen the Beatles eight-part – Thing on Amazon, you know that that movie documentary Disney Plus series? one, it was Disney, Disney Plus, Plus. Yeah, yeah, Disney Get Plus. Get back, Get back. Yeah. It, it's I mean it's all that's, the sessions. Though, that's yeah. a real. That's like that's real. That's that's you know John and Paul building a song, and that this moment here is yeah. is Richie Him building a song, yeah, true, you know, true. and that's yeah, exactly yeah. what he's listening to the notes and yeah. feeling it and. Because you know the song, I'm I'm going okay. That's him. That's the bit there. It's a very good little bit. But then what he does, uh, he calls her up and plays her the song over the phone. Yeah. Then Bob catches it. Hello? Sorry. Uh, That's it. What's your song? I thought you'd like to hear it. It's beautiful. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Oh, no, man, I think I know what your problem is. And it's time we did something about it. Come on, let's go. 
Where to? Hey, let's just go, okay? I should have done this a long time ago. Come on, hop on. Done what? Got you some tail, man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> So they're going, they're going to Tijuana. Yeah. This is a great bit. I, love, I really yeah. enjoy this bit. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they're well, inside. Well, tell you why I enjoy this bit because it, it doesn't, Richie doesn't slip. He doesn't go, okay, fine, I'll, I'll do yeah. it. You know, Richie. Well, he sort of goes stays. along with it. He goes, okay, I'll come with you. But yeah, he's. you see what happens. But yeah. uh, I love it when they go inside the brothel and. Um, the, the, it, it looks like it looks like a school dance. Yeah, that's what he says. What'd she say? She likes your big. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think? Looks like a high school prom. Yeah, only this prom puts out. <laughs> <laughs> but just uh. as he's being introduced to the girls, he's he distracted by the band. A, there's a little band playing a song. Take two, man. It's on me. <laughs> la banga. Hey, Richie, come here, man. Richie, I brought you here to get laid. Later. Para bailar la bamba. The band playing the song was Los Lobos. Oh, so that's the actual Los that's Lobos the there, because they're the people Lobos. that record the one we all know. Exactly right. They right. performed all <laughs> of his music. Yes. The mu anything you see, hear Richie Valens singing that's Los Lobos. is Los Lobos. But what's fascinating is that... The, so Los Lobos is the sound of the Richie Valens I know. Like, isn't yeah. that weird? But yeah. And we'll talk about that later too. But... The band that you see playing the traditional folk yeah. version of La Bamba is Los Lobos. Los Lobos. Awesome. Lobos. I didn't know yeah. that. That's awesome. The, the guitar player too, uh, next to the bass player's name, guy named Dave Hidalgo, and he's the one who was the voice for Lou Diamond Phillips. So whenever you hear someone singing, singing. it was Dave Hidalgo gotcha. as well. It's at this point too, while the boys are in Tijuana, uh, Pouring down rain, Rosie, Rosie goes into, goes labor. into labor, and uh, they weren't around. Yeah, because his mum goes out to find Richie because yeah, Bob's and he's not, not there. there. Yeah, yeah, and then she's we don't see it, but then obviously she yeah. realizes he's not there, and has she to had take to take him to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Richie wakes up though, and uh, there's a little dog sniffing at him, and he's thinking, "Where the hell am I?" He sort mm. of wakes up in a deserted town, and meets this strange old guy who's got like snake skins and all mm. that on him, and yeah. sort of he's like a shaman like a witch or something. Doctor kind yeah. of weird thing. And so, what he does, like, I think they sit down, and he's and, uh, didn't understand one word he was saying. But he gives them, he gives Richie a talisman. It's sort of yeah. he wears around his neck. It's sort yeah. of like his little luck charm, good luck charm. Uh, next thing we see is him recording his new hit song, Donna. Mm. He's, uh, he's recorded that. Meanwhile, here's another sort of section where you see that his career is starting to take off and he's going to have to uh, eventually jump on a plane one mm. of these days. Followed by, are you listening? Week's booking in San Francisco. Now, Richie, we fly up for that one. Fly? No, I'd rather drive. Oh, Richie, please. It's a long drive. I don't care. I never fly, man. I told you. I have my reasons. All right. Let's see what I can do. Okay, now, we still need another single to go along with Donna. Hmm. How about Susie? How about La Bamba? 
Bamba. It's not rock and roll. It is the way I play it. No, 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 no. It's a folk song. I don't want to offend anybody, okay? <laughs> Besides, it's in Spanish. That's how I want to sing it. Rock and roll in Spanish. You gotta be crazy. No, come on, it'll work. Just let me have a crack at it. No, Richie, even assuming that the other side of uh, Ghana was a throwaway, how are you gonna handle the lyrics? Come on, you say yourself, you can't speak the language. Hey, if Nat King Cole can sing in Spanish, so can I, right? <laughs> come on, come on, Babo. What do you say, huh? Babo. Babo? <laughs> <laughs> but the, so there's a couple of things there. I love the fact that we don't get La Bamba here. No. Like you think you're going to cut to him, no, you know, later recording on, yeah. La Bamba. Yep. And so I think that's brilliant. But here's my question. Yeah. The A side is Donna. Yeah. And he goes, what about Susie? What is he going to have a, a, a song with two girls' names? He's got a song called Donna and who's Susie? Yeah. That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, we should listen to Susie Maybe it's a cover. Out. Maybe it's a cover. I don't know. But Donna is his own work and La Bamba would be as well. But... Susie? Well, again, I don't want to unpack anything you've you've done. And I, behind the curtain here, inside baseball, like I've struggled all day today not to just Google the hell out of Richie Valens and <laughs> just learn because I, I'm so I'm fascinated after yeah, I watch yeah, that. Right? So yeah. I try not to do that because I've done that for you because mate. you do that yeah, right. But yep. but uh, driving into the city today, I totally listened to Richie Valens, right? Ah. And there's a the original Richie Valens. hits of Richie Valens. There's yeah, well. 23 songs. Wow. Geez, so he got busy, didn't he? Well, yeah. Well, I imagine a lot of covers. I imagine I that he wrote a lot of songs as a 14, 15, yeah, 16 year old. Yeah, and yeah. in that basement, I bet you that's where we record a lot of them. Not at Gold Star Records, but down yeah, in that first Bob basement. King, I wonder yeah. whether he recorded a lot of them. And that's where Bob learned songs. So I'm wondering if Susie's one of those. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. I think he was pumping them out. Yeah. Uh, this at this point, they're having a going away party for Richie, and I love that they're shooting a little home movie. And uh, at the, remember when Bob was sort of putting the, his leather jacket over his face like Dracula, and yeah. he was trying was to a, he was trying to cuddle up to Rosie with the baby, and she was pushing him away. It, it was a bit. Uh, yeah, it was, it was actually funny. a bit strange, to be honest. Yeah, pretty yeah. funny. His whole performance. We in that. see now Bobbo and Richie driving in a new car, and he says, "Mate, if it goes well in Philly, this car could be yours." And he goes, "But we've got to fly for that." Mm. And he goes, "Okay." So in the meantime, though, Bob is starting to get jealous of Richie's success, hits the bottle again, and this is the scene, pretty ugly scene, where he uh, he demands to see his daughter. Damn it, I want to see my daughter! I'm a father! I'm a father, goddammit! You're a goddamn drunk! Bob, stop it, Bob! What price have you gone crazy on me? I've had it. I finally had it. I want to see my daughter. Not in your condition. I went from there for the motorcycle and the jacket, but no more. I want my wife. You don't want a wife. He wants a love slave, one that he can kick around. Sober up, then you can see her tomorrow. You will be Now go downstairs and pass out. I got enough to worry about with Richie. Ooh, that sets him off now. You always worry me about Richie. Mm. What about me? What about me? I, I know you don't give a goddamn about me. You had me turned in. You had me locked up. You think I could ever forgive you? You had the fucking you. Uh, you little bitch. That's something we learned too, that the mother dobbed him in. Yeah, but yeah. we don't really, it doesn't get exposed in well, any way. Well, that's why he was in jail. I know, but it doesn't, yeah. like, what did he do? Yeah. Um. How, why did she dob him in? That. Yeah, that's they don't explore there. that. No, and, well, and, but, I, and but I tried so. to find. I tried to research that too. Ah. Couldn't find anything about it. Interesting. Yeah, couldn't find anything about his. I saw the real Bob Morales 
died uh, in 2018. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, only recently he died. Yeah. So, but his history was as a he he was married. He, he didn't marry. He had six children with Rosie. Yeah. So that, the wow. relationship with Rosie he had six <laughs> kids with her. But I couldn't find anything about why he went yeah. to jail. But, or, so I yeah. thought that I thought, well, hang on, he's angry because she sent him to jail. But then I thought we don't need to know. But she also we, he we also don't need says, to know anything more because yeah. that's that's we just need to know the trigger points for Bob. Absolutely, otherwise, yeah. be because otherwise the, Bob the movie's story. two and a half hours long. Yeah, and it's right. the Bob story, not the Richie yeah. story. But he does say something really interesting there. He goes, "This is my house." Remember, he turned up with a bankroll at yeah, the start. He he true. housed them all. Yeah. It's his house. Yeah, yeah. So not taking you know, he shouldn't be drunk trying to see a kid. But sure, you know, uh, yeah, I can see where he's coming from. But maybe get off the bottle, mate. Uh, Richie now is finally on the plane. Yeah, and, he's on a uh, decent sized plane. Decent, yeah. Would that be business class? You reckon he's in there? No, that was that just business? planes. Just a plane. All right. You see anything? Yeah, yeah. Just saw the Grand Canyon. It's a long way down there, boy. Sir. With a little bump in his tail. You okay? I feel that. Yeah. You know what, Bubba? I've always believed I was gonna die in a plane crash. Richie, that's a hell of a thing to say while we're still in the air. It's <laughs> a good point. Let's do or die, man. American Bandstand, Philadelphia, PA, huh? Drink this. Thank you. Vodka. Straight. Straight vodka he gave you. But he said it's do or die on yeah. the plane. It's yeah. Kind of right, isn't it? If you don't I do always it, thought I was gonna die in a plane <laughs> crash. Mate. Maybe yeah. save that one for while we're not on that a plane. We're in the terminal, yeah, good <laughs> idea, mate. Uh, it, it, on this trip, he makes his debut on the Dick Clark show. Big show, yeah. And then Richie turns up though, back home. He's back home. He turns up. He's in got the car, the car. Spots Donna. Yeah. He goes, "Yo, Donna, how are you?" At school. And, so uh, he's, he's basically. Yeah. This is he's the, the, the stars uh, come back the to school. The stars just rolling past <laughs> school. I mean, he knew what was going to happen. Oh yeah, he gets swamped. Yeah. He's uh, signing autographs and everything. It's, it's great. a cute bit though, where he go, where they're all asking his autograph. He goes, "You need Donna's autograph." Yeah, he's Donna's Donna. autograph. Yeah, because yeah. you know Donna's the single. <laughs> and uh, he he does make up. Uh, he makes good on his promise, and buys his mother a house. And then I think he's saying, "Look, we're going to put a swimming pool here. We're going to do this and that." Okay. Uh... <laughs> Making an automatic dishwasher, right, Bobo? No problem. Bobo. But after we fly back east. Back again? Yeah. Ten-day tour, 13 cities, including a spot on national television. So, congratulations, Mrs. Valence. Here are the keys to your new home. Oh, Richie, this is better than Queen for a day. <laughs> I love you, Mom. Oh, Richie, you're the best. So Bob is in the background looking at all this as well. Not happy. Simmering away. But you know when he said oh, he's going to make his national TV debut? Did he say that? No, that he quote? just said another. Another. Uh, including an appearance was, on national TV. Okay, because Dick He's Clark, basically was, justifying because he's now seen how important national TV is. So oh, yeah. he's justifying well, why he needs to make the this 50s. trip. Yeah. TV's it. The thing. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Smart move. Uh, goes back to New York and he's part of a massive lineup. Sensation, the California kid, Richie Ballard. Here's a bit of a rattlesnake. <laughs> Hello, 
Love that song. Pretty sure I've got the single downstairs, like the vinyl 45. Really? Mm, pretty sure. <laughs> wow, you were into it. Yeah. Uh, he comes home for Christmas and everyone's gathered. It was like a little surprise party they threw him. Welcome yeah. back. Yeah. Bob, I mean, this, is, this has yeah. been huge. He's now. Oh, yeah. He's you know. now a, a sensation. Yeah. Uh, he's home. Bob is still a little bit. How you going? He's off the, on the wagon. We learn he's off the drink. Yes, he's off the drink. But he's still a little bit t- touchy. Which actually puts yeah. him in a worse position because oh, yeah. he's, he's now in a, he's a bit of a mood. Self-aware <laughs> more than ever. Yes, he's not able to drown those sorrows. He's yeah. just sorrows. I think I think he asked he asked Bob as well. He says, uh, "Did you buy that dress for 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 mum?" He and goes, well, he goes "You're didn't. the rich one, you asshole. You should yeah. bought it yourself." And so right, oh, so he sort of follows help, Bob. Yeah, he follows him in, and uh, they have a little chat. I realized why he always treated you just a little bit better than me. Okay, I said, you know, I'll just hang around and take the leftovers. Like a dog. That's how much I love him. Talk about his dad. Like a goddamn dog. Well, we don't have to talk about this right now. No, shit, no, I want to talk about this right now. And you're going to listen to me. This is a crock of shit, man. No, he set you up, man, to conquer the world, and he didn't leave me shit. Nobody told you to throw your life away, man. I'm only sorry I didn't say something about you being drunk half the time. You did it to yourself. Listen to you coming in here like you own the whole goddamn country. To me, you're always going to be that little asshole who followed me around in the sticks. Yeah, I followed you around, man. I followed you around because I thought you were somebody. Then, don't you walk out on me! So they have a little brawl here, yep. and uh, as they're as they're grappling, uh, his talisman. Remember, he breaks his the talisman, chi- the necklace. And, yeah, and I don't know whether he was superstitious or what. I think he was, and he's thinking, "Uh oh." He wasn't superstitious enough yeah. to fix it and put it back on, though. Yeah, that's my only yeah concern here. He wasn't Richie, wearing it. What was are you he? doing, mate? Yeah. Oh no. Anyway, Richie sees Donna again, and uh, he, he's in his car, and uh, they promise they make a little love promise here. I love you, Donna. I will always love you. You sound so serious. I am. (sighs) You know, I'm still going to marry you one of these days. Will you wait for me? Yeah, for how long? Forever? No. (laughs) No, just till I'm uh, 25 and then I'll have a big glass cabinet and I'll keep all my gold records in it. How's that, huh? (laughs) You can feel it coming now. That's what I hate about this. That's this is the moment where you're yeah. going. It's this they're, is too they're much. Setting you up no, for a yeah, fall exactly. here. Yeah, Feeling it already at this point. So Richie's now joined the winter party dance tour, mm. and the which, toll, by the way, yeah. this is fascinating to me because today you think of music and touring and stuff. Yeah. Even if it's um, what's that band you went and saw at the Enmore Theatre? Um, uh, Presets. Presets, um, you, you know that joint that was playing at the Billy Graham. Like, it doesn't yeah. matter whether you're Paul the McCartney, Paul McCartney, or Empire of the Sun, whatever. Yeah. You you play a gig. You might you might have a support act. You might have yes. one. Like uh, I know Live are coming to Sydney, and they've got some other band, very yeah. big famous band, but yeah. I don't know well, who they Kiss, are. Kiss played, and they had Weezer as their right? support. Yeah, but this is like oh, yeah, solid one lineup. or two songs yeah. at a time, but massive names all the way down. It's like a you know, it's like a fight undercard. 
Yeah. But it's not undercard. It's all yeah, true, bloody eh? top card. Yeah, it's wild. Bad. Imagine, imagine yeah. being able to buy a ticket to see Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, Richie you know, Valens. Richie Valens, by the way, the others. Yeah, he was. Richie Valens like, was on the yeah. on the. If you look at the poster in the background, yeah, he was. Look at the, me actually paying attention the for the first part. Yeah, he was yeah. in that second part. Second row. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. It's amazing. That's true. But I think someone pulls out. Remember, that's right. Yeah, like, someone sick as you're on. Next. You're on next. So that sort of br- elevates him. Yep. Uh, and he but, smashes it. Oh, he does. But he's the tour is taking its toll on him, though. Yeah. Richie calls Bobbo uh, about about the dramas, but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been a long tour. The, the whole heating system in the bus broke down. The whole bus is shot. You didn't tell me this tour was gonna be like this. The hell with it, man. Come home. Oh, you mean quit? No, 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 no. If you're sick, man, you're sick. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. No. No, I'll stick it out. You just see what you can do about the bus, okay? Okay. Look, take care of yourself, and I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. Bye. Hello, baby. Hey, Jake. How you feeling, man? Listen, Holly is lining up a plane to fly us on to Fargo tonight. All of us? Just the headliners, baby. So you better get with it, man, or you're gonna get left out in the cold. You catch my snowdrift, man? Like the word is out. All right? <laughs> so that was uh, no, no, this move, a this, fateful At this point, little... I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if only. If only you'd quit. Sliding doors. Yeah. But he's getting, look, not only is he sick, like with the flu. He's homesick. He's homesick terribly. And uh, he makes a call to I assumed, by the brother. way, his next call was to Donna, but it wasn't. It was to, it was to Bob. It was his brother. Listen, is mom there? No, no one's here. Uh, they all went to church. Just me and my daughter here. I was getting ready to go, but uh, you know how it is. Yeah. Sure wish I was there, man. But I guess you can't have your cake and eat it too, huh? Listen, Bob. Why don't you fly out to Chicago and meet me, man? We can finish out the tour together. You know, I really got to have some family around me. You sure you want me around? After all uh, that happened, all the shit I said? Hey, those were your real feelings, man. I mean, we're still brothers, aren't we? Bob? Are you still there? Yeah, cabron. I'm still here. I'm still your brother. All right, man. I'll see you in Chicago. <sighs> so it's at this point where uh, they turn up at the airport mm. and they've got to decide who is going to get on the plane. So the next voice you're going to hear is Buddy Holly. Woo! All right, Richie, now here's the situation. I heard how you felt about flying. I didn't think you wanted about this airplane stuff is between Tommy and you now. I'm gonna toss this coin. Whoever wins is gonna ride on this plane, sleep in a warm bed tonight. Whoever loses is gonna freeze his ass off on the bus, all right? Call it, Richie. Heads! Heads it is! All right, Richie, let's fly, boy. Awesome, be back on the bus, have a good ride, man. We'll see you in North Dakota. Sorry, Tommy. First point toss I ever won. Hey, come on, let's go. Bro, Jesus, it's like the three stooges. Woo! <laughs> 
then the they used to announce people dying on radio and TV yeah. even more the family found out well that's and that's, that was the that's thing exactly back right then. yeah now yeah. you hear you hear you know um, on on the radio you might hear you know two people have been they can't be identified until yeah pl- until families have spoken in, back in, then informed. that that was how Richie and buddy Holly's families were notified that's wild. right and and even after after this this event they actually changed it so that they said, you know what, well, we should be a little bit more respectful and notify the family before we blab it out. Yeah. And that that this was one of those incidents that that made them make that change. Yeah. Yeah. Buddy Holly's wife, who heard it on the radio, that she was she was pregnant with their first oh, child. She, she had a didn't. miscarriage. <sighs> she had a miscarriage after hearing that. Yeah. Wow. The next thing we see then is the at the, at the end of the movie is the funeral. funeral. Um and 
then I love the credit. The credits sort of make the film fi- end on a bit of a on a bit of a high. Yeah, which is Richie playing La Bamba, yeah. which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's not enough though. Yeah, no, it's, it's not, not enough of a high. Before we unpack the movie, there's a couple of favourite lines. Uh, one of them was uh, early on when Richie, uh, what's <laughs> Bobby his, gets Bobby, kicked out. Bobby needed a place to crash. And you better keep your ass to wall because I'm so messed up. I may take you for Rosie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my other favourite line from and, uh, the whole when movie. this line came yes. and when it was spoken, I went, Stephen <laughs> is gonna cut that. Yeah. Hey Richie, come here, man. Check it out. Hey, man, man. Don't worry. It smells like fish, but it'll taste like chicken. Ah! Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew it. You know how many times me and my mates used Oh, I can imagine. Used? That was so yeah, funny. I can imagine. Very funny. All right. Uh, let's go. Movie V reality. Okay. Okay, yep. uh, there was never a love triangle between Richie, Bob, and Rosie. Really? No. The, the, there was, though, the director, Louis Valdez, and his brother uh, and a, a friend of his, had. there was a love triangle happening so with the same girl. That in. So he goes, let's chuck that in there. Uh, the real, I told you this already, the real Bob Morales, the brother, met Rosie in Northern California, and as I told you, they had seven children, not six children, seven Wild. children. Uh, according to Tommy, who was the bloke who lost the coin toss, yeah. the toss wasn't on the airfield. The toss was in the surf ballroom. Okay. So it wasn't at the, it's still, beside it's the still plane. still legit. He tossed a coin yes, that, no, to that, get on the that plane. Yes, actually he won the coin toss to get on the plane. <sighs> now, do you remember when Bob found the Woody Woodpecker cells? Yep. They were actually found at Disney. Disney Studios, but because the movie's produced by Columbia oh Pictures, God. they changed it to Columbia. <laughs> um, the When Richie appeared on American Bandstand in October uh, of 1958, he sang uh, – in the movie it showed him singing Come On, Let's Go. Um, he actually sang Come On, Let's Go, not Donna, as was shown in the movie. Okay. So he sang another song. Let's unpack the plane crash. Okay. Now, okay? Big Bopper and Waylon Jennings, uh, who was – Holly's bass player at the time traded seats. So Big Bopper got on the plane. So Waylon was Buddy Holly's in his band. He yep. traded seats with Waylon Jennings to get on the plane. Right? Because so I think Big Bopper was his sick, spot. wasn't he? Oh, uh, well, but he was sort of one of the stars of the yeah. I think, so he, I think he, he was also go. sick, yeah. and so Waylon felt sorry for him and gave him his seat. And uh, But here's this, right? Waylon took the bus. Before the plane took off, Buddy said to Waylon, I hope you freeze your ass off on the bus. To which Waylon jokingly replied, "Mate, I hope your plane crashes." And it's something that he that he's lived with. It's haunted him ever since. Wow, that's a demon. Yeah, so that's wow. It's hard to get that out of your head. Wow. Um, Now the reason that the flight he Buddy Holly chartered that flight, remember? Yeah. And if it hadn't been for the crappy conditions on the tour. Remember they were mentioning the bus, it was breaking yep. down, there's no heat. And so it was it was a it was like part of the touring company that sort of stuffed up here. Uh, but apparently though, the in the in the the geographical sequence of the tour didn't allow them enough time between concerts for uh, for to get a good enough rest. So basically what happened in this instance, the people who were on the bus jumped on the bus, it was like one o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. They would be on the bus till till mid middle of the next day, and then they'd have to perform that night. So it wasn't it wasn't really taken into account to space it out, right. and that's the reason why they had to they, they made these arrangements. So uh, the other thing too that the the 
the tour group didn't there were no roadies so all these band members they were doing had everything. to lug all their own gear oh, and all that stuff so it wasn't actually it wasn't the best conditions to be touring uh. which is why he wanted to cut corners and get there quickly on a flight wow now the plane crash itself due to a combination of icing right so it's cold mm. And being slightly overweight for the conditions. Mm. Now it was what happened. The plane wasn't able to get a, to enough altitude, and when uh, crashed, only six miles from the airport. Oh, so really? it wasn't long after they took off where they crashed. Right. Now the other factor was that the pilot was young, twenty-one-year-old pilot, who had no experience flying in that weather, mm. and so. I know, and I should have talked to my brother-in-law about this, but you need to have, as a when you're learning to fly, yeah, you've got, you got to have your instrument, instrument rating, rating as well. Yeah. So sometimes you, can, you can't, like some pilots obviously fly by, by sight, but you also need to fly only by instruments, and this guy never had that rating. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Things you might not know. Hmm. Now, uh, this the, they did a VH1 documentary called Behind the Music, The Day the Music Died. They produced that in 1999. Now, Lou Diamond Phillips said that Richie Valen's actual sister was on set the da that day they were filming the coin toss, right? She was on the set. Jesus and Christ. she'd become that close to him that when he won the toss, she said, don't get on the plane. Oh, she my thought, God. She said, don't get on the plane. Yeah. Uh, wow. The house that Richie Valens bought his mother hmm. in the movie is across the street from the actual house they bought in reality. So where they filmed that new house, yeah. across the road is the actual house that Richie Valens bought for his mum. Wow. I don't know why they didn't use that actual house. Yeah, that's a bit weird, yeah. I don't know, but it was, that's where it was. Uh, do you, the, the, if you notice too, he works his way through a few guitars during mm -hmm. the movie as yeah. well. So if you're a muser, right, he begins with the Harmony Strato tone, inexpensive, uh, sold... So it was a pretty affordable uh, guitar. Then he went to the white guitar. Remember the white Harmony yeah. H954 nice hollow body arch top acoustics. Uh, and as he became more popular, he then moved into a Gibson ES1750 Sunburst hollow body as well. But by the time he plays the Alan Freed show, he's using a Fender Stratocaster, yeah, of course, <laughs> which is the Grouse now. That's yeah, the top of the line. That's the guy. All righty. Did you notice? Mm -hmm. During the We Belong Together sequence, the Richie and Donna were kissing at the drive-in. Mm. What was the movie playing at the drive-in? Didn't notice. Vertigo, Alfred Hitchcock film, which came out in 1958, so it's accurate. Uh, the morning after, did you notice this? The morning after they played at the Cowboy Palace, if you look, they're having breakfast in the kitchen mm. and there's a 1957 calendar that shows that October 1 was a Wednesday. It was actually that was wrong. October oh. 1, 1957 was a Tuesday. So oh, someone geez. someone's got their butt kicked for that. Connie Valenzuela, Richie Valens' mum, is in the movie. What? She's the elderly woman. Remember when he comes back on his um on his the family party, right? And they're hmm. they're doing the So she's the in that video. room, a busy the room. The old lady sitting there is his real mother. That's the best. And and apparently the resemblance between mum and son is remarkable. And she died three months later. She sorry, she died three months after the movie's release. Oh, so she saw she it. saw the movie and then passed away. Yeah. She passed away on October 18, wow. 
1987. Wow. Another did you notice, and this is real smart-ass did you notice, when Richie and Donna are sitting in the car, remember they come over and ask for autographs mm. and he's signing with his right hand? He's left-handed. Richie Valens was left-handed. Right. Yeah. Outrageous. Three questions for Trev. Hit me. Number one. Yep. Now, again, would the, the, we've discussed this already, but I'm going to ask you again. Would this have been a good movie without Esai Morales playing Richie's brother, Bob? I think he plays an amazing role. I reckon the so movie's half a movie. Without it's him. not half, but I, yeah. I, 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 I questioned it myself while watching it, so it's fascinating to me that you, you asked yeah. that. And, yeah, I think that it's a critical part of the movie to build the respect for Richie because yeah. you, you can't have the emotional attachment. Yeah. That makes you a blubbering mess at the end if you don't respect who he is. Absolutely. And what he went through. And what he went through. Exactly so, yeah, right. I think okay. I think it doesn't work with that. I him. agree with it. I think, like I said before, he supplies the tension in the movie. You know what I mean? Like the mm. he's the obstacle. Yeah. You know, there's intention and obstacle. The writers say intention, obstacle. That's how you write a movie. Okay. They've got intention. There's obstacles in their way. Right. He was one of the obstacles yep. at times. Question two. What does La Bamba mean in English? I have no idea. The, mu- the music, right, here I'm going to read you the lyrics. To dance the bumba, to dance the bumba, one needs a bit of grace, a bit of grace for me, for you. Now come on, come on, now come on, come on. For you I'll be, for you I'll be, for you I'll be. Next verse, I'm not a sailor, I'm not a sailor, I'm a captain, I'm a captain, I'm a captain, bumba, bumba, and then... Then it goes into dance the bumba, to dance the bumba. One needs a bit of grace, a bit of grace for me, for you. Now, come on, come on. That's the English lyrics of La Bamba. Well done. You can tell, I'm glad they did it in yeah. Spanish. Yeah, well, so, you Rubbish know, soy, song in English. soy capitan. That's obviously the second the verse capitan. of Captain. Yeah, right. Number three. Yeah. Does this make you want to listen? I think you've answered this question. Does this make you want to listen to 50s music? Um, so I'm a massive fan of, like, the Everly Brothers, yeah. Buddy Holly, all that kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, let me give you a little insight into my morning, though. I'm driving. There was big traffic this morning. So I thought I've got time. I'll listen to this thing. And it's weird. I just tried to look at it on Apple Music. It must. I asked Siri, so it must have come up with a different album. But there was 23 songs in this yep. this album that I found. And I listened to, to La Bamba first and then Donna and then a couple of And how, how different did they sound a from the Lost thousand percent different. The lo- the, Not so at all enjoyable to me. Ah. No. So I'm a Lost Lobos fan. Because your ear trained, you trained to Lost Lobos. To it, right? Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah, yeah, I listen to them. It's, okay. So Donna is probably the closest. Okay. Like Donna feels the same. La Bamba is like it's – here's the thing. If you listen to the folk song and then the true Richie Valens song and then the Lost Lobos, you get a sense of how a song can be modernised and yeah, right. and evolved for, for the time. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't listen to La Bamba, Richie Valens. I'd only ever listen to La Bamba, Lost Lobos. Lost Lobos. Okay. All righty. That is uh, La Bamba. Give us your wrap-up and rating. It, this is a great movie. Yeah. Not just because it may be blubbering mess, but because it's just a great, it's a tragic, yeah. but also great, there's inspiration in it. You know, yeah. he's, a, he's a kid that knows what he wants to do and follows through yeah. and works towards it. He's a great kid. He's a great role model. Like there's so much goodness in it. Um, there's like, it's very hard. You couldn't, I don't, like you can't pick this movie apart. Yeah. Like you try and fault this it's, movie. And, and I th- what I like about like, it You worry about a calendar? Who gives a rat? Yeah, like, do you know I what know. I mean? But it, it's it's 95% factual too. Yes. That's what I like about it. And, and, you're thinking all of that stuff actually happened. And then at the end in the credit, it says, you know, with, with sincere thanks to the Valenzuela yes, family. they were involved, which, yeah. So they, like you go, oh, it rubber stamped. Like this yeah, is. for sure, yeah. This is rubber stamped yes. by the family. And Absolutely. that made me go, that's awesome, man. I will struggle not to give this a 10. 
Jeez, that's that's very generous. It's a nine and a half guaranteed for me. Yeah, yeah. I was I I'd was at, this, I was at a nine. I'd watch yeah. this tomorrow again. Yeah, I was at, I was at a nine. I'm a yeah. nine and a half. I'll go nine okay, and a half. Okay, wow, you're ahead of me. That's great. No, you know it's a ten. This is ten better than you. Wizard of okay. Oz. If I've given, right. do I give Wizard of Oz a ten? I can't remember. Yeah, it's a ten. Yeah. All right. I'm a, a nine. Ten for I'm me. a nine. Um, that's a ten. That's solid, mate. Good and for you. isn't it funny? Good for you. Based in reality, true. Yeah. Like, well, it, it ticks all your boxes. Maybe we should watch more biopics. Maybe. Let's talk about next week, though, shall we? Next I'm week, standing by. Next week. Yeah, I won't sing, whatever it is. No, you won't be singing okay. this one. Next week, we're watching Outbreak, starring D- Dustin Hoffman, Rene Russo, Kevin Spacey, Morgan Freeman, oh, Cuba cast. Gooding Jr., cast. and Donald Sutherland. Jesus. Now, it's an outbreak about, and, and this movie had a resurgence during, during COVID. The pandemic? Okay, oh, right, so okay. It's, uh, it's worthwhile. But it was directed by Wolfgang Peterson. Okay, good on him. What no, other geez, movie geez. have we done on the show that was directed by Wolfgang Peterson? I'll give you the choices. Okay. okay, Wolfgang Peterson, director. A, A Bronx Tale. B, Sully. C, Courage Under Fire. D, In the Line of Fire. Courage Under Fire. Bam. <laughs> it was In the Line oh, of Fire. Jesus. Yeah, Courage Under Fire, I think it was Ed Zwick. Bronx Tale was directed by Robert De Niro. Sully was directed by Clint Eastwood. But nice try, mate. It was literally a try. So, yeah, join us for Outbreak next week. We're going to, yeah, it's going to be kind of a, this is a different movie to me. I've watched this so many times before COVID and post-COVID. It's a, it's a, it's different, a, it's a, it's a different, different watch. watch. You uh, think, oh, wow. Yeah. But well, that's next week. Looking forward to joining them. But we hope you enjoyed La Bamba. If you didn't, go away. Trevor loved this movie. I like it when I bring a movie that he loves. Loved Good it. for you. Yeah. All right. Let's talk next week. See you, mate.